Welcome to Feeding Frenzy, a podcast brought to you by the Breastfeeding Resource Center. The BRC is a nonprofit organization in Abington, Pennsylvania. We're here to provide support on various parenting topics to help you get through the roller coaster ride of parenting. I'm your host, Colette Acker. Let's take this journey together. All right, we're here today with Louisa Brandenberger. Her name might sound familiar because she's one of the lactation consultants here at the Breastfeeding Resource Center who has been on several podcasts with us so far. She is also Tummy Time certified, and I thought we'd bring up this subject because what the heck is Tummy Time? Why do we need to do it? Why is it a thing? That's what I want to know. So welcome, Louisa. Thanks for having me. Sure. So answer that question. I mean, why is this a thing now? Why do we have to do this special, ex- these exercises or whatever you want to call them for our children? Well, um, in 1994, um, it was the back to sleep program began um, and it was to help reduce the risks of SIDS. Um, so it's very important. And so we've just since 1994 been getting to parents in the hospital prenatally, just put your baby back to sleep, put your baby back on their back to sleep, which if you look at most of us growing up uh, as infants uh, and pretty much anyone before 1994, they were put on their stomachs for sleep. Um, and so this is why they started telling families to put their babies on their back to reduce, reduce the risks of SIDS. Okay. Um, and once that happened, I think there was a little bit of, of fear in, involved in it. And a lot of parents um, just stopped putting their babies on their back anytime. They on their, just on their tummies, doing, you mean? I mean, on their tummies, excuse me, and just put them on their backs. Um, and we were just we were just afraid. And so what we're finding what they found was, you know, there was there was a reduction in SIDS um, after this program started. But what we started seeing was babies with flat heads babies uh, delayed in their rolling, um, delayed in standing, crawling, walking. They all, they started having a bunch of developmental delays due to not being on their stomachs very often. So being on your, being on your stomach helps you to build muscle strength. Yeah. It strengthens their core, um, their neck muscles, their shoulders, um, and just they babies were just not being given that opportunity to to work on all of that. And so like having a strong core helps with sitting, helps with rolling, helps with standing, helps with walking. And so we we had this like slew of babies who were doing all these things really late. Um, they eventually figured it out. It was just all delayed. And does um, does like the car seats and the you know, carrying babies around in car seats instead of holding them where they can kind of hold their bodies up. Is that another reason? Absolutely. We see a lot of babies in containers um, and and they're necessary. Again, just like putting a baby on their back to sleep is important and necessary. It's important to put your baby in a car seat. Um, But getting them out of the car seats, getting them out of the swings. Again, swings can be really helpful for a baby. We just can't leave them in there all day, all long, you know, all day long. Um, and so, yes, allowing them 
to be in our arms or be on their stomachs or even just on their backs, like on the floor. People stop putting their babies on the floor to get more mobility. Right. And so, so, okay. So you put your kid on their stomach for a little while. Why do I need to take a tummy time class? <laughs> that's a great question because that's what everybody asks. Um, and so if you are a parent of a, of an infant or young, you know, a young child, Putting them, we just often just like plop them on their stomach. And what immediately happens is just they kind of freak out because they don't know what's going on. I often joke with parents, if I like came up behind you and just like pushed you and you fell to your stomach, how how comfortable would you feel? And that's what we're doing to babies. Um, and so tummy time, it, it's, it's about getting them in and out of it in a really graceful and, and, and nice way. It's not so abrupt. Um, and just learning how to interact with your baby, which I think, again, we've kind of lost because we are so busy um, as as parents and, and families with other children. And Tommy Time class can teach you, like, how to really interact. People have often called Tommy Time, like, you know, uh, therapeutic playtime. It just it kind of takes the fun out of it. But there is a really great opportunity for parents, um, their siblings, even, you know, your cat or your dog to get involved uh, with the baby while they're on their stomach. Um, and a lot of babies just don't like it. And so the way we're getting them in and out can be really helpful. Um, interacting with them while they're in tummy time is another way to have them enjoy it a little bit more. I think some people just think tummy time is putting their baby on their stomach and just like leaving them there. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, they need things to look at. They need things to interact with so that they will stay in yeah. that position and, and use those muscles. So yeah. how often are you supposed to do this a day? So, you know, these are just, there, there's some general guidelines for tummy time. Um, and it's nothing that's set in stone, but it's just like to keep in the back of your mind for, you know, a newborn to maybe like two months old. We want to do this about 30 minutes a day. And I think a lot of families are doing this and they're doing it uh, on, on themselves or their partner. Um, laying them on their chest. And that is tummy time. We A lot of people don't, don't count that as tummy time, but it is in fact tummy time. Babies are laying on their chest on either parent. Um, and so we're looking to do that about 30 minutes a day. As they get older from like two to four months, we want to go to more like a 45 minutes to 90 minutes a day. And this is not straight 90 minutes right. on your stomach screaming through the whole thing. <laughs> if you can do it a couple of times a day to hit that 45 to, to 90 minutes. It's also how long your baby can tolerate it. It takes time for them sometimes to, to tolerate more. Four to six months, uh, it's about an hour to a day. As we are looking at babies from four to six months, these are the babies that are learning to roll to their stomach and roll back. Um, and they're starting to learn to sit up. These are So the more they do it, the quicker they're going to sit unassisted, which is really helpful. And then six to eight months, there there's lots of tummy time happening and it's just naturally happening. And if we can get babies early tolerating and enjoying it, we're going to see them. It's not going to be such a, a fight as they get older right. to, to have them in tummy time. They're learning how to sit. Um, a lot of babies get into tummy time and they scooch themselves back up to sit from, you know, tummy time. Yeah, that's a, I think we uh, in support groups we ran into that trying to do tummy time, but the child kept rolling over on their back. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I can't exactly. get the child to stay in that position, but I, I'm, I'm like, they've got the cord and rolled, so that's good. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I have a client right now um, whose baby, I think she, he's like nine, ten months old, and he doesn't roll off of his stomach to his back. 
but he gets up on all fours and he sits up and I'm like, that's okay. And the parents are just like, but he can't sleep on his stomach. And I'm like, he can get out of tummy time. It's okay. So some babies, it's not, it's a little bit more developmental. There's different developmental, typically babies roll. Um, and then, then they sit and then they crawl and then they stand, you know, and some babies skip things and it's okay. But this baby has great control tummy, uh, like a really great core and he can get to all fours and sit up. So I'm like, you're fine. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. too much of it. Uh, yeah. I, yep. One of my children didn't crawl. She went from sitting to pulling herself up and walking away. And yeah. I yeah. remember my mother-in-law saying to me like, oh, that's a sign of a developmental problem. I'm like, I don't think so. I think it's a progression. She just, she's, she went to something. And that's what I keep telling this family, you know, just because he can't roll out of his office stomach doesn't mean he's unsafe. He can totally sit up. He's fine. He just skipped that. It's yeah. okay. And um, so, yeah. so how early is too early? Oh, it's never too early. You know, we're seeing babies put into uh, skin to skin immediately after delivery. I mean, it's the biological norm for babies to be on their stomach and most mammals to be on their stomach. And so when we put a baby on their mother's chest, it's very safe. It's very calming. And so we're starting that early. We're not going, oh, I'm getting tummy time in. We're doing skin to skin. But it, it kind of goes back and forth. It's a little bit of both at the same time. Um, yeah, but so you hear that fear because there's so much fear being placed yeah. on sleeping on their backs that I think some people are even fearful of uh, skin to skin, even in the early yeah. days. What if the baby falls asleep? I'm like, they're on you. You can okay, see what yeah. doing. We do hear that. Is it safe for my baby to sleep on me if he's on his stomach? I'm like, absolutely. Yeah. Um, formal, if you want to call it tummy time, which would typically be done on the floor, on a blanket. We need the ba baby's belly button to have fallen off. And um, we do like to have that taken care of before we do like some formal on the floor but you can do tummy time on your chest with the belly button it's fine okay. um but once that belly button falls off we start talking to families about getting them in and out of tummy time frequently throughout the day so that's at about two weeks yeah they love to come of off at our office don't they i know isn't that gross it's, <laughs> it's oh there's another <laughs> so gross yeah um so what about the baby who's struggling? Like you put them in and they're scared and screaming. What do we do with them? Um, well, you know how we're putting them in and out of tummy time. We going back to that, like just not plopping them in tummy time, doing it a little bit more um, softly, gracefully kind of doing something called rolio, which is just kind of rolling them back and forth from side to side, holding on to their feet with one hand and their hands with the other hands and just rolling them back and forth can really be just a nice, gentle way to get them moving. Um, a lot of babies who are super tight, and that's really normal for babies, you know, after being in utero and being squished in there and just maybe not feeling um, super loose when they come out, they're a little bit tight. Those babies typically don't like tummy time. Um, and there are the babies that you're doing, you know, two minutes of tummy time a couple of times a day. Um, and they start to feel more and more comfortable. Um, these are babies sometimes who have tongue ties, um, who are often also very tight, um, like in their body, um, sometimes don't like tummy time. And it's just about a lot of it's like how they're getting put in. They're kind of freaked out. And some babies just how it feels to be in tummy time. If they're just so tight and tense, um, it's just not comfortable for them. So it's a slow progression for those babies. It's getting them in and out a couple of times a day, 
being really engaged with those babies, I think is the key for those children. Getting on the floor, putting your hand on their butt, it's called a hiney helper, and kind of giving them a little bit of pressure on their butt or even their feet. Um, and just let, so they know that you're there with them and they're with them and they can kind of move themselves a little bit more and laying down and just like talking to your baby or having a sibling um, talk, or like you said earlier, mirrors, jingle bells, rattles, things that just kind of engage them. And it's not about leaving them in for a long time. If they're not happy, we're going to take them out of tummy time, give them a good snuggle and try again later. And just with time. Um, and, you know, if a baby has a tongue tie and it had to release, it's a really great opportunity to get your baby into tummy time post phrenotomy. Just gives them, they have the ability to move their tongue a little bit more easily in tummy time due to like less gravity. Yeah, I think just stretching out every the neck and yeah. shoulders, just stretching that whole area out. And you see some babies, not you know, not necessarily a, a tongue tie, just being you know in utero for mm -hmm. uh, nine months, and they they love to be in that position and don't mm -hmm. want to stretch out. And if your muscles are tight there, it is uncomfortable, uncomfortable. stretching out yeah. the muscles. So doing it little by little makes so much sense. And you know, I think. A lot of families are feeling a ton of pressure, and if their child isn't doing it for the allotted right. time that they're supposed to be doing yeah. it, um, it, it stresses them out. Yeah, and or it stresses them out when they put them in tummy time and just they're crying the whole time, and they're like, well, the doctor said 35 minutes or whatever it is. These babies and these, now we have these parents who are totally stressed as their baby's screaming in tummy time, and I'm like, get them out. They're not enjoying it. Take them out. Try again later. Little, And that's where it gets to be challenging, too. Like, when's a good time? Do I put them before they eat, after they eat? You know, and sometimes that can impact how much they're enjoying tummy time or not. Yeah, and I think, you know, when I think back, like, they love to be on you in that skin-to-skin -skin position. Could you, like, do some rolling around with them on your body just kind of... I think absolutely. Yeah. We, we know babies love rhythmical motion. Even doing tummy time on a an exercise ball can be really just kind of rolling them back and forth. So putting your baby in tummy time, you know, on their stomach and putting your, obviously holding onto them and just kind of rolling that, of course, right? Rolling uh, the ball forward and back. And sometimes babies enjoy that. Yeah. And, you know, you do see those kids with the flatheads and, yeah, you know, what, besides having a misshapen head, are there any other, I guess, just delays in development? You, yeah, you that's the big things. And, you know, and then you have to, you know, if you have this baby who has this really flat head, um, you know, getting them a helmet makes tummy time even more challenging, but we have to kind of reshape their head, which becomes the priority. So some of those babies are also, we're also seeing delays on them because they can't comfortably get into tummy time. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that I, I often encourage families who are having a little bit of struggles is, you know, that bobby pillow that we don't always love for nursing. Yes. It works great for tummy time. Um, so putting your baby's chest on there, on the boppy, um, it kind of just lifts them a little bit. And so it's not quite as hard for them to sit up and look around the room. And that's the goal of tummy time is to get them moving, like moving their head back and forth. So, you know, babies who have torticollis, this is a great opportunity to get a baby moving because they're up and they're looking and you can move toys. You can move that sibling. You can talk to them, all these different things to get them moving 
it's all about movement and, you know, looking back and forth. And I know like, you know, for uh, post-phrenotomy exercises or even pre-phrenotomy exercises, we talk about the guppy at yeah. where um, the baby's lying on their back on your legs and you let the head lean back a little bit. Does, yeah. Does that do a similar thing? Um, yeah. For them? Think about if you're doing that and you have your you know fingers underneath your baby's shoulders and their head kind of falls back. Just imagine if you were to like flip them over. They would be in that tummy time position um, that we often, you know, babies under four months don't have their their arms and their elbows and they're pushing straight up and looking around. But when they're in guppy, it is giving them that similar stretch in their neck um, that we're looking for in tummy time. And then early baby and, you know, babies under three, four months, they're not getting necessarily that stretch um, of the up and down. It's more side to side until right. they become a little stronger. Right. And so guppy can give them that really great, good stretch. Yeah. So not necessarily a lot of core, but neck stretching yeah. for that. Yeah. Yep. Any other tips? Um, you know, I just think just taking, uh, finding the right time for your baby is the key. Um, you know, some people don't ever want to do it after feeding, um, because their baby will spit up. That's okay. Babies can spit up. It's not going to hurt them. Um, sometimes if you find yourself with this really gassy baby and you just can't figure out, oh my gosh, what do I do? Putting them in tummy time can sometimes be really helpful. Um, it's a little bit of pressure on their belly. Um, and so sometimes, yeah, we might see them spit up. We might see them make a little toot. And sometimes that's releasing of gas and can be really, really helpful for a gassy or fussy baby is getting them into tummy time. But you know your baby best. If your baby absolutely doesn't like tummy time and they're really fussy, may not be the greatest time to put them in. But if you have a baby who's just can't quite work out some gas, getting them into tummy time, um, I think can really be a great way to kind of help release some gas. It's just that little bit of pressure on their belly. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 So it's, you know, it's fun when we have the opportunity to do the class uh, here in the office. It's two parts. Um, so the first class is just about learning uh, some of techniques of getting the babies in and out and, and just feeling comfortable with it. Um, and then a week later, uh, the families come back and it's really amazing, even in a week, to see the difference um, in uh, these babies. When we first started doing it, we were doing like a four part class. Uh, and from the first class to the, you know, four weeks later, it was just mind boggling. The yeah. difference. We, first class, we just have a class of screaming babies. <laughs> the last class, you have like these happy babies who are like all on their tummies and kind of happy and looking around and um, you know, we always have the the one that just likes to fall asleep, which which is okay if you if it is if it's daylight, you're in the room and your baby's on a, a safe surface, um, and your baby should fall asleep in tummy time. It's okay to let them get some sleep. Sometimes babies who are really fussy and really not loving or not fussy in the respects of just fussy, but like I don't want to take a nap. Um, sometimes we find these babies can get a nice good rest. Uh, the key is you have to be in the room with your baby. Um, so if you start seeing your babies falling asleep in tummy time, it's a really great opportunity to kind of prepare. So, you know, maybe grab a sandwich or <laughs> grab your laundry or your phone or a book, um, and just prepare yourself, sit on the floor, get your baby in tummy time. And if they fall asleep, you have a few minutes, maybe 30, 40 minutes to just do what you need to do. Um, you just have to be awake while the baby's in tummy time and, and sleeping. Um, and so it's a great opportunity and just, 
enjoy some quiet time with your baby sometimes. <laughs> it was really nice. Yeah. I, and I do remember the pictures from that workshop, um, especially there was one baby who despised it. And by the last week, that picture is in tummy time, smiling away. <laughs> so it's work. It's work for the parents. It is. You know. It is a little bit of uh, of effort on their part. And I think once babies start liking it, the parents start liking it too. Yeah. And a lot of it is just, it's just time and them figuring out and finding what works best for your baby and what time works best for your baby. Um, you know, it's a little bit of form of body work that people talk about all the time. And it just, you know, every PT and OT out there will tell you getting your baby in tummy time is super important. Um, and so it, it can help with breastfeeding. It can help with positioning and it can help with so many things. It's not just um, so my baby can roll and my baby can crawl. Right. There's just so much more to it. Right. Well, that's awesome. So I encourage people to take a full tummy time class to learn more about it. And thank you, Louisa, for joining us. I'm sure we'll be coming back to you soon. (laughs) Absolutely. All right. Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Feeding Frenzy. The BRC is a nonprofit organization committed to providing expert clinical and educational breastfeeding services. Find out more about us at breastfeedingresourcecenter.org.